go. We don't even have to scream because it's oh, it's just us. Yeah, it's just thinking. So when it was just you two, did you guys scream? No. Oh, no. I thought Alexis still would have screamed. <laughs> Scrum, scram, scrummed, scrummed. <laughs> Hi, we're literary bitchcraft, and I'm Nicole. And I'm Laura. I thought you were gonna say you're Alexis, and I was like, when you said I'm Nicole, I'm like, you're wrong. <laughs> but Alexis is dead. I killed her because yeah. she um, had to bring up Larry Stylinson, and I said I'd kill her, so I did. <laughs> And so in her place, we have Baxter. Say hi, Baxter. He's in my nose blanket. Baxter. I can even hear him. Thank you. I did hear him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're talking about Nicole's favorite book. The Night Circus by Aaron Morgenstern. So it's funny that you say it's my favorite book because I too say it's one of my favorite books. Um, however, I don't remember a whole lot that happens in here. Do you? Um, I know the main premise is there's two wizards and they have... Magicians. Whatever. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> Isn't one like an actual like kind of a wizard? Another one learns magic through learning and that's how they pass it on to the people that they're... Yeah, because I think like the, the headmaster of it that we're not supposed to know about, he has like the half face because he's like fading into time. But there's two of them because it starts with the... Marco's mentor and Celia. Celia's, it's Celia's dad. dad. Yeah, it's they're in a duel, and their whole thing is like a competition of like, oh, I can raise the better magician. Mm-hmm. And Celia's dad is like, she's naturally gifted, mm-hmm. and Marco's mentor is like, I can teach him to do it through study. That sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right. And they're like, we're gonna <laughs> enter a game where our magicians are going to duel each other. Yeah, our children are going to fight each other to the death without knowing yes. that this is what we're doing to them. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really fucked up. I mean, they knew they were supposed to like be going against in the competition, but they didn't know it was supposed to be to the death. To the death. I. How do they find that out? They just learn over time? I think so. Because I remember, I remember a scene with Celia's dad, and that's how he's like fading because i remember them talk or i remember him being described as like having a half a face because he's fading into time yeah because he's used magic for so long that he's literally just kind of fading out god damn um i think what it is is they have just an inherent sense of like we know that this can't keep going and it eventually is going to drain one of us of our magic and then we're mm-hmm. going to die because of that but through the story they join a circus because that's the arena. He's arena. A beard. <laughs> An arena of magic is a circus that travels. Um, and they each have to make a new, like, what is it, like a display? Yeah. <clears throat> attraction? Like those slow moving people. That was an attraction, right? That one Yeah, of them and there was with? like the forest of like trees made out of yes. books. Yes. Oh, that sounds so cool. Is that on the cover? No. I really need to reread this because I, I read it in 2013. I remember seeing it at Murmur Murmur um, when there was still one in my hometown. And I kept, every time I went into the store, I would, I would take it off the shelf, read the back, walk around with it around the store for a little bit. But then I'd put it back on the shelf. Like I never felt super inclined to buy it. And then one day... I saw it at Target, and I didn't have a bar. Yeah, I didn't have a membership. (laughs) (laughs) 
I didn't have a membership because I was I was a kid, and my parents weren't weren't gonna get me one. But then I saw it at Target with their twenty percent off sticker, and I was like, you know what, Nicole, today's the day. So I brought it up to the register, and the lady who was checking me out, she goes, oh, I love this book. It's one of my favorites. I bought it randomly when I saw them um, shelving it. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm super excited to read it now. And then I loved it, and I don't remember a whole lot now. <laughs> I read it because of you, because you're like, this is my favorite book. And I was like, well, I have to read it now. Say less. And I'm so happy you loved it. It was so good. Too bad Alexis is dead, and she'll never get to read it. <laughs> Because I think she'd like I it. I mean, if she didn't bring up Larry Salenson, she'd still be alive. She, it's her own she fault. She brought this on herself. <laughs> Thank you so much for rescuing me out of that ravine. <laughs> but you mentioned Larry, and I was too tired to help you, Alexis. <laughs> so, R.I.P. in pieces. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you can go into beard. And in the book, they don't know about each other. Because she works mm-hmm. in the in the circus and he just kind of makes things for the circus don't sit on sir. there sir sir he likes to get his butt pat really hard so it's like you can't even swat him away because he's kink? like he loves it stop here you need one oh, he's purring <laughs> he's purring <laughs> thank you Always a crowd pleaser. Never the crowd. Like always a bridesmaid, never the bride. <laughs> it was stupid. Um, how does it open? Do you remember? No. I mean, we don't have to do a plot by plot, point by point thing. But then the magician ends up falling in love. I remember you texting me, and you're like, "Is there romance in this book?" Yeah, because you're always like, "I don't do romance yeah. in books." And I was like, "There, there's a little and bit." And I was like, "Um." says there's romance in this book there's a little and i was like yeah there's a little bit in there but apparently there's like a lot more than i remember yeah the whole because <laughs> it's about their, on love, their story, love story right yeah see i don't remember that part but um now i'm getting a little more i'm getting a little more into romance and oh god um so i think i'd like this book even more because of the uh, the romance <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, i don't know what you guys are doing to me <laughs> or maybe you're just growing up i i think i'm just growing it's called character development growth growth if you i have two copies of this book this is my second one <laughs> <laughs> I have, um, now I have only two copies of Dark Rise. I'm not keeping that. Yes, you are. You're giving it to me? Yes, I have three copies. And then Cassandra has a copy. I'm giving you that. (laughs) You're giving it to me. (laughs) At one time I had five copies in the house. Because I had had Alexis's copy here. Oh, okay. (laughs) You're giving it to me? Yeah. She's giving me a whole ass hardcover book. As a gift. From her favorite author, C.S. Picot. Are you listening? Wow. Yeah. Thank you. That's why I said you can have it. I thought it was just part of my gift. No, no, no. Thank you. I have the signed copy in my 
bookshelf and then i have the copy that i read in my bookshelf. are you ever gonna read your signed copy i mean it's like a signed plate so it's not oh, actually like okay. on the book because like our signed copy of Addie, i'm never reading <laughs> is it signed yeah oh thank god that's why we got it i, I just remember it being pretty wow this episode is like <laughs> which book are we talking about <laughs> what's the point in this episode magical realism that's the point magical realism oh yeah we are two girls that's it magically real <laughs> oh we are magically real we're two magically real girls <laughs> thank you for listening two minus three minus one girls magically real <laughs> the other one is like Celia's father she's invisible kind of a ghost <laughs> It'd be funny if there was like an echo of her voice. It's almost like we can hear her. She's she's right there. Um, the part that I remember the most in this book. Oh, there's two parts. Okay. First off, when she figures out who the other magician is because she accidentally grabs his umbrella when they cross paths at the coffee shop. And then when she opens an umbrella, it's, like, warm inside, and she knows that there's magic. And then he follows her around and is like, oh, I think you took my umbrella. And that's when she knows it's him. That's the other magician. I wish you could feel the chill that just went over my body <laughs> when you said that. And then, after they become friends, and they're, like, talking, and they're at that party, and then he, like, freezes the entire room so he can go out and kiss her. Girl. <laughs> Girl. Girl. Anyways, at the end of the book, they both end up dying in order to stabilize the don't, circus. Don't they, like, they, like, burn? They jump into, like, the little magic fire. Yeah, okay. And they die, but they're, like, still part of the circus. Oh. Because the little girl, the two twins. Oh, my God. Are you, see. you know I love those twins, Poppet yeah. and Widget. They yeah. are. I they can still see them, and they still interact with the circus. And they still make attractions for the circus. They're oh. just, like, not really alive. I remember meeting Poppet for the first time. Um, I actually thought she was like a creepy little thing because I remember her intro being kind of weird and you don't really know who she is. But then she becomes this like, I, I love these twins so much. Are they? In the circus, in the book, is it only Celia and Marco who are like real magicians? Or is um, everyone? I think no... Um, Marco's girlfriend that joins the circus, she's the whole reason why it all ends going bad because she has that string that she tied because she's like, oh, I feel like something bad is going to happen. So I'm trying to string so that everything can be kept together. When she finds out Marco is with Celia now after they break up, she cuts that string and that's when I do remember that. everything gets fucked up because Poppet falls or she drops something and yeah. that's never happened. And that's also that's Poppet was right. like, oh my God, something's wrong. That's right, because they were performing for actual mm-hmm. people. Because everyone knows about the circus, but you don't know about it until they arrive, because the circus arrives without warning. That's the first line of the book. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, it just shows up, and then suddenly everyone's like, oh my god, there's a circus in town, might as well go. And my favorite thing about the all the writings, like, just... The book itself, the reason why it stuck with me so much, too, was because of how descriptive it is and how detailed it is the world building yeah it's just it feels magical almost like it's magical realism (laughs) also how time has stopped in the circus so no one in the circus is aging yeah 
Although Papa and Widget age. They age, but I think they're going to stop at like a certain age. Yeah. Because they're, they're literal children. And Silly Oz is also the one that's like making the circus move. Ugh. I have to reread it. It's really good. It's just... Oh, and also the merchandise that I see all the time. It's so pretty. But I remember um, one of my favorite attractions... I already said it because it's the one that I remember. Um, but the slow-moving people, mm-hmm. they look like statues, but they move so slowly that over time they're in a completely different position. And I remember a flower, like a rose. They would hand out roses or people would give them roses. And I just, I don't know. I just thought the scene was really cool. I just generally don't know how you don't, didn't get that it was a romance because... I don't either. Once Silly and Marco are together, that's all they're doing is making attractions that are like for each other. That's they're like so nice. Building attractions for each other, even though it's like still part of the competition. That's so sweet. Yeah, I know. That's why I don't understand why you were like, it's not a little romance. It's like, this is a romance book. I think I'm just an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're just hung up on the magical realism in Maybe. the circus part. Because I do. I love books about the circus. Same. Like Water for Elephants ate that shit up like um okay in beach read <laughs> you know the story that she's writing in the story yeah our family's in the circus yeah i was like i would read this book i, I, want this I book. know i was when she was describing it i was like please emily henry please publish this book that would be really cool if she wrote like the books in a book yeah oh emily henry <laughs> you should do that and then there's another book i bought um it's called menagerie which I haven't read, but the cover is really pretty. Apparently, it's one of three. Um, but it's also a circus, and I bought it shortly after I finished the night circus because it's also got like a magical circus. But I can't remember who wrote it, and I haven't read it, but I've had it since twenty fourteen. I hope she picks that up and she's like, <laughs> "What is that? It's just me spanking my cat." It's his kink. He really likes it. He's really yeah, it's proud. weird. It's weird. And like the harder you like pet him and scratch him, the Stop. more he it's likes weird. that. I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> oh, I just want to say we're also recording with Mickey ears. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that cool, guys? <laughs> Aren't we quirky? Do you have any ears? <laughs> we also ate soup before this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that purring in there. No matter where we go, we got a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They haven't met Baxter. Have they met Binks? Have Have you met Binks? Yeah. He was purring for the one. Oh, that's right. He, like, chewed the mic one time, too. I yeah. Think. I said, what did you think about Red, White, and Royal Blue? And he said, <laughs> and I said, thank you. And Baxter really loves the night circus just as much as me, except uh, clearly I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I think you're going to reread it and you're like, oh, I do remember this, but, like, it's better. Yeah, because no, that's your into romance. It's gonna be so much better because of the romance. <laughs> Even when I was like, "Oh, they're making attractions for each other," you're like, "That's so cute." <laughs> I know, making attractions for each other. Yeah, in the oh, in it's the so nice. Yeah. What are some of the other attractions? I don't remember. There's one. There was like snow inside, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, there's snow inside." Isn't there something about like, like an ice king, like an ice forest? Isn't there also something about, like, the smell of popcorn? You think so? Always in the air. It's been a while since I read this. Yeah, it's 
but it like stood out enough where i like remember the key points because i remember i was writing a fan fiction where i had it was in a circus and there's time is stopped for all the performers and then i read this book and i was like laura it's almost like it's almost like you should write for a living i was like literally me and aaron had to look up her name (laughs) are sharing the same brain right now (laughs) and someone even asked like did you read night circus and i was like no and like you just need to read it now and i so i read it i was like it's so good it's good (laughs) alexis was that you oh did it really yeah it did i like your wands thanks no one yeah (laughs) (laughs) i like that that's what you're gonna talk about my i like that too oh with thor's hammer on it he's like what he's so cute right there's like that comic con thing that came to sacramento i don't know what it was called sac con my cut it's like wizard con oh like recently uh, it, it came around for a couple of years. I don't oh, think okay. it's been recently. But, like, the artists, I got that there. That's so cute. I have a cousin who's, like, low-key. Low-key? It's <laughs> 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 my Jamaican accent. <laughs> I can't even try to do what she did. Because I don't know how she did that. And I'm scared to attempt it because it's gonna. I feel like I'd have to hear it. <laughs> it's gonna be so bad. <laughs> okay, that kills me. Um, on the Red Ryan Royal Blue episode, when <laughs> Alexis just started playing Prince Philip's death announcement. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna try what she did, but it's like it's. Oh, she was trying to make the sound to get her voice into the accent. <laughs> she wasn't trying to say anything. I just got that. <laughs> oh, this whole time—it's <laughs> better my memory. Because then she did speak in the accent. Was it good? I was laughing. more sense i still don't understand the sound i don't either i don't know how that helped her get there i guess it's like does the guy does the guy have a name to get into my british accent (laughs) does the guy have a name (laughs) (laughs) his name's mom (laughs) i was like jackie stop doing that (laughs) what (laughs) like you fucking bitch (laughs) making fun of this man's accent to his face (laughs) without knowing The goat's name was Marv, just so you know. (laughs) But it's actually Mav, (laughs) because he's British. Not the goat, but the man. I mean, the goat would be British too, wouldn't he? Yeah, I guess so. What was I talking about before I said that's my Jamaican accent? (laughs) 
<laughs> You're the one that's supposed to bring us back around. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> hmm. You can go in the beard. What were some parts that like, you liked in the book that you remember? <laughs> that's a great question. people. <laughs> yeah. That's a great question, Laura. I don't think I've mentioned them yet this episode. <laughs> Okay. With what the slow moving people. <laughs> what about magical realism? What do you like about it? Um, <laughs> I like that it's magical. I love and it's the real. magical. <laughs> I love the magical elements in magical realism. <laughs> um, I like how whimsical magical realism is. I think. I'm so sorry to bring her up again. That's why I was excited to read Ten Thousand Doors of January because that's magical realism. realism. And it, yes, it's filled with whimsy, but it's also filled with only whimsy. There's no plot. There's no driving force whatsoever. Whereas in the Night Circus, there is a driving force that I just forgot about. And it's the romance. <laughs> it's like a Christmas movie. If the romance moves the plot forward, it's romance. Just like if Christmas moves the plot forward, then it's a Christmas movie. That's why Home Alone is not a Christmas movie. That's why Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Christmas has to move the plot forward. And it does not. Hmm. Yeah. Is Nightmare Before Christmas? How would you classify that? Halloween or Christmas? I've seen large debates on this recently. I think it's both. I think it's both too. It's a Halloween and a Christmas movie. It's a holiday movie. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So Harry Potter, not, not a Christmas. Christmas movie. It just doesn't move the plot forward. Yeah. Hmm. There was this movie on Netflix about this ghost that only appeared around christmas but he like wasn't in a ghost form he was like a solid person around christmas and of course the main character fucks him um but there's like a Duh. mystery around how he dies but it's like only around christmas therefore christmas moves the plot forward it's a christmas movie after two also a christmas movie oh that was your neck it was are I you okay to toss my head to the side are you okay <laughs> i wonder if the mic picked it up i think it did it i was, think i heard it in this it room. was very loud yeah. <laughs> just sat in my own neck right on the podcast i thought you had like bumped your glasses no that was my neck <laughs> you <laughs> went it. <laughs> at least you can move it yeah tomorrow probably not no <laughs> so what what were you saying about romance? If romance moves the plot, plot forward. forward, then it's a romance novel. So is this a romance? Um, yes, technically, it's categorized as fiction. But I think an argument can be made that it's a romance. I think it's categorized as fiction because, um, a big part of it is magical realism and about the circus. Mm. And without that, then it's not much of anything. Um, but. The romance does move the plot forward. It does. Yeah. Right. How did I forget? I'm just an idiot. <laughs> so what? Let's see. What is the definition of magical realism? Because it's like, I know I always lean towards those books. Does her second one, uh, what is her second one called? <sighs> the Starless Sea. Was that magical realism? That is also magical realism. Um, funny. Today is November 5th, 2021, and Starless Sea was published November 5th, 2020, and I bought it the day it came out. Um, it was kind of a letdown for me. I thought it was 2019, but I thought I saw it in stores. Was it 2019? 
it just came out in paperback a few months ago. <clears throat> but she just post she just posted today that today was the anniversary. Maybe it was nineteen. You're right. It was nineteen. Yeah, cause I remember shelving it. Yeah. It w- yeah. You're right. Um. And yeah, I bought it the day it came out, and it took me it took me a lot longer to read than I wanted to spend on it, just because I wasn't impressed. I had a lot of high expectations because I loved the Night Circus so much, and for the Starless Sea, it just there were moments where I was just kind of bored. Um, but in that one, there's a book within the book. And so you get to read passages of that like inception book and the writing of the inner book is so beautiful. It's like short stories and it talks about, um, sometimes I want to go back and read just those short stories of the inner book. And my favorite one is about like the sun, there's a magical inn and the sun is a woman, this beautiful, beautiful woman, as she is, um, but she stays at the inn, and and then she's, like, waiting for her lover, but she has somewhere to be. You don't really realize she's the son until the end, um, but she stays in the inn, and she's like, we made an agreement to meet here at this time on this day, and I don't, I don't see my lover here, but I'll, I'll wait, and so the son and the innkeeper, they they bond and they have, they have like really nice talks and the innkeeper really loves the son, like platonically. He's like, wow, you're like a really cool person. And she's like, is thank the you. innkeeper the... No. And so the son is like, god damn it, I, I can't wait any longer. I have to be somewhere. I have to go. And oh, th- during the entire time when the son is in the inn, the innkeeper is like, it's so dark outside. And you can't travel when it's this dark, even though you have somewhere to be. And she's like, well, I have to go now. And then, so when she leaves, now it's bright. It's bright outside. And then another person walks in. I think it's also a woman. Is it night? And it's the night and it's the moon. Stop. And they're the lovers. (laughs) And they're the lovers. Stop. That's too good. They're the lovers. It's so good. That reminds me of this Korean drama. It's called Hotel de Luna. And this woman is, she's like very, very old, but she like, killed a bunch of people for a specific reason um and so her soul gets tied to this tree and then it's like an inn around her basically um and if the flowers on the tree start to bloom and fall that's when she's going to die but it's like takes thousands of years and so it's like a inn for ghost and then like all these people from her life before she like became this entity basically um start to be reincarnated and she like runs into them and then there's this human man that gets like his entire family line has been like helping her run this in as a human Mm -hmm. and so he gets kind of like roped into it and like for a long time you think that he's this man that she used to be in love with reincarnated Mm -hmm. um but you end up finding out like there's this firefly that like has been like it shows like what happened to her in the past and there's like occasionally a firefly around and you end up finding that firefly is the person that she was in love with what the but she also thought he betrayed her and so she was like waiting for him to be reincarnated so she could kill him again oh and then you end up finding out that he never betrayed her and like he stayed a fire like his soul stayed a firefly 
so that he could stay around her. <gasps> it's literally what? so good. Wait, what is this called? Hotel de Luna. It's on Netflix. Okay. It's so good. I might text you it's about it. It's very, very sad. How long is it? Is it like 16 a... episodes. Oh, that's not bad. No. How long are the episodes? An hour. Yeah, that's not bad at all. What the fuck? But then she ends up falling in love with a human. Damn it. And, but she also like knows that like um, she's going to like pass on to their side and they like talk about this bridge that souls walk across and um the further down the bridge you go the less memories you have of your life and then she was like telling him like oh once i cross that bridge i'm gonna make sure that like the memory of you is the last thing that leaves me it's literally so good but there's like a, cr- a couple of creepy parts that, like if you watch this you'll end up liking because it's like the ghost in the hotel that they have to like certain things that have to go on and like certain guests have like certain needs it's really good it, it sounds like everything like i'm into it's really good like and the actress i love her. love her as soon as you said reincarnation too i was like oh my god i definitely have to watch this yeah because like um this one she used to be a princess in the past life and like the main character thinks that like this princess is the one that like stole the love of her life basically is it an anime no it's um just live action huh but like she gets reincarnated and she like ends up bumping into her and she's like no i'm gonna kill this bitch <laughs> it's so good hotel de luna and the fashion the fashion Oof. the fashion i wonder if i've seen oh i haven't even seen the poster that sounds so good yeah the actress in it she's like also a singer and she's so beautiful they put her in like the best clothes oh my god oh she's so pretty right she is so And her pretty. voice is so incredible. I want bangs like that. Oh, earlier today. <laughs> okay, so earlier today. Um, maybe it's because I was thinking about Alexis and like warning her death. But <laughs> for some reason, you know how sometimes, or like I was just telling Cassandra, I had I had untouched, stuck in my head, but only at the beginning mm-hmm. with the violins. Mm-hmm. I had Alexis's voice. I got bangs. Yeah, <laughs> it was just that just replaying in my head and i'm like why is this why is this in here right now okay i don't know if you watch baby schwab's story often i, I watch do. it every day <laughs> i and do every single like, day oh i cut my bangs and literally <laughs> to myself i said she got bangs <laughs> i watch her story every day I do too. her cats are so <laughs> so cute. cute her new little babies yeah <laughs> baby babies <laughs> Victoria. God, we've just been shouting out so many authors today. <laughs> yeah, we have. This episode's supposed to be about Erin, but... I mean, the same thing happened to Casey on her first episode. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. Except for we weren't talking about other authors. We were talking about Alexa the shitty ass. Due to us. Again. <laughs> happens to the best of them. It does. You gotta clip that fat. You need some type of... Some type of flaw. <laughs> ibs <laughs> she's gonna love this yeah she is <laughs> oh i was looking at the definition for magical realism see i always thought <clears throat> when i was in college i took a, a latin american literature class and that's mostly magical realism mm-hmm. and i didn't know white people were doing that stuff <laughs> until i read nine circuit It's like white people do not write magical realism. <laughs> they do apparently. They do. 
get your tummy back center. Okay. Magical realism. 20th century style of fiction and literary genre. Okay, thanks. Um, paints a realistic view of the modern world while also adding magical elements, often dealing with the blurring of the lines between fantasy and reality. Okay. So it's like time stopping. <clears throat> yeah, so time stopping. Um, for Starless Sea, it's the... There's a key that opens like... Fuck you, Alex e. Hero. <laughs> there's a key that opens a lot of doors. And then 10,000 doors of January. There's, there's 10,000 doors. There's 10,000 doors. Exactly 10,000 doors. Um, so Starless Sea, if I compare it to the Night Circus, I liked it. You just didn't like it as much. Was it because it lacked romance? <laughs> I did just say my favorite part was the sun and the moon. Oh, you're mm. Do I like romance? Ugh. Am I coming to terms with it? Who am I? But it was... Like, it was okay. That's the sound I make when I do the Jamaican thing. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. You made a noise. <laughs> That's what it was. Bringing it back around. <laughs> um, the main character is gay. And his... But there's like a book club or like a writing club. And I'm, I'm not even going to try to describe the book because I'm going to do very, very poorly. Um, but compared to the Night Circus, I liked the Starless Sea, just not as much. When I compare it to 10,000 Doors of January, I think Alexi Harrow plagiarized. <laughs> just saying. You have it from here. Alexi Harrow <laughs> plagiarized. Breaking news. Yeah. Alexi Harrow has been very silent since... <laughs> didn't want to say anything yeah. did you calling you out mm-hmm. yeah because it's like <clears throat> there are too many similarities but the starless sea was actually good <laughs> <laughs> that's the biggest difference that's the biggest difference it was good yeah i kind of wanted to read it but then i just never bought it uh honestly i don't think you need to because <laughs> you already read doors <laughs> Like, you're just going to read what the same... What did you rate it? Starless Sea? Yeah. Good question. Let's see. Watch me rate it five stars. I know you brought it up in your um, 10,000 Doors review. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I rated it four. This is before I was writing reviews, so I don't have anything written. Um, Would you still rate it a four, from what you remember? I'd rate it a four. Victoria said five. I sometimes don't be agreeing with her ratings. Me too. She didn't rate Dark Rise five I stars. I know. I know. I know. Wow, I can't believe I'm coming home with the book. <laughs> you went shopping. I went shopping. I bought, um... Oh, I already told you. I bought the book from Target. Romance. But the people. winter, the winter romance during December. Like, it's the... It's very clearly gonna... I mean, even last year when you picked um, In Five Years, you thought it was a romance. I did. It wasn't. It was not. It was far from it. But you thought it was, and that's the intent you went into it. And I read Beach Read, and I chose It Ends With Us. Yeah. But you also didn't know It Ends With Us was a romance either. You know what? That's true, too. (laughs) 
because you didn't have I'm just a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm really just really dumb sometimes. I'm over here like, yeah, I know authors. I mean, you do. You just don't know what genre they write. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. What other magical realism books have you read? That's interesting that it's primarily... Non-American. Yeah, I didn't know that. But I do remember in school, I read a play called The Roosters, and it was my first taste of magical realism in a play. And it's... Uh, I can't remember who wrote it. But it's also a Latina playwright. There's this book I had to read in school. It ended up being a search for the Holy Grail, but that's not what it's called. And that was was that was my first match world, but I don't I can't for the life of me remember what the book's called. And I've tried for several years now to figure out that was disgusting. I could feel your gums, Baxter. <laughs> and your breath stinks. You stanky. That's what I can deal with literally every night. He's so sweet. He be drooling. He's so sweet. Do Don't not do that. He almost stepped on the recording thing. I know. I felt like he was going to drool on it. Hit it with his nose. Anyways. Mm. Yeah, you <laughs> sit yeah, in face that the corner. Wall. <laughs> We're just berating your cat. <laughs> <laughs> he needs it sometimes. Magical realism. I don't know if I read that much. I've read, so I've mentioned three that I've read. Would uh, Rules of Magic be magical realism? Because they didn't have, like, witchy powers. That's but, witch, but like, magical stuff happens. And like it is modern. Of birds. I think, yeah, I would, I would say maybe, like, on a lower scale. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe because it's just two on the nose. Yeah. <clears throat> let me see what other books there are what are you looking at my bookshelf oh i was like you're really freaking me out right now <laughs> ninth house yeah yeah let's look at my bookshelf yeah it's like dark academia with magical realism <clears throat> darker shirt i was just thinking that but is that two on the nose too? i think that's two on the nose because i don't think okay because it says because I don't think it's supposed to be like Blaine like magic. Paints a realistic view of the modern world while also adding magical elements. So I think Darker Shades is too on the nose. I think it's too fantasy based because it's different worlds. Maybe if it took place in only Grey, Grey London, yeah. then yeah, it would be. <laughs> We're teaching an English class. Right I know. <laughs> we are. Are you guys taking notes? There's, There's a quiz be, tomorrow. There's going to be a test. Like, what are you what are you looking at? I was like, what are you looking at? Okay, let's see what other books there are. Apparently The City We Became by N.K. Jemison. Oh yeah, because it's like the embodied oh, city. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We which we haven't read yet. Yeah. No no no. But we both own it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I've owned it for almost a year now. Ten thousand doors <laughs> is on Boo. here. Boo. Boo. Um Big Fish. You think this one fucks the fish too? No, no, no. Have you seen the movie? No. Oh, it's about... Okay. The movie has Ewan McGregor in it. Love it. Oh. Love it. Love it. It's about um, someone who tells stories. And the stories get more elaborate as he tells them. Um, so it's like a big fish. 
like funny. yeah like the would it be kind of like the never-ending story kind of huh but it's literally so good i highly recommend it. i don't know i don't remember anything that happens in it but i remember i loved it like i've seen it a lot when i was younger but i haven't seen it recently have you oh my god i keep doing this have you heard of the book um before the coffee gets cold no it's translated from japanese i really want to read this um let me read the oh here before the coffee gets cold is a 2015 novel by toshikaza kawaguchi it tells of a cafe in tokyo that allows its customers to travel back in time as long as they return before their coffee gets cold that sounds so good doesn't it sound so good it's a cute little book too it's like it's it's a cute little book <laughs> like the size of the addy larue journal ah it's like a hundred something pages it's super good. cute i think it's like one of two huh yeah but i really want to i really want to read that but that's considered magical realism yeah, yeah i think the latinas had that unlocked i didn't know i wonder i that. wonder why that is also know. um haruki murakami made the list for kafka on the shore that quote that is such a good <laughs> <laughs> from it was from Norwegian wood yeah, too, right? Yeah. Stupid. I hate that book. Yeah, I was like, don't read books just because everyone else is reading them. And I'm like, that's literally why everyone reads Norwegian Wood. Mm-hmm. It's okay. so ironic. Okay, Haruki. <laughs> you were still on the sun and the moon being lovers. <laughs> Laura, it's so good. That sounds so good. Like the the inner book is really good. I think if I were to reread it, that's going to be the only thing I reread. Whereas I'd read the entirety of Night Circus. You should. I know. I, I really want to. There's so many books I want to read. Like, that's a book that you've constantly been like, that's my favorite book. I know. And then I... <laughs> what a fraud. I don't even remember. Fake. Fake fan. <laughs> I remember the slow-moving people. <laughs> but have I mentioned the slow-moving people? <laughs> that's it. I guess that's all I remember. I mean, when I mentioned the parts that I remembered, that I, like, I remember a lot of the book, but, like, mm-hmm. the two parts that I'm, like, these are the two parts that stuck out to me, you're, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I really want to read about, um, the little things that they make for each other. It's so nice. Romance. <sighs> Disgusting. Also, because, like, just going off of how descriptive she is, like, that book forest sounds so cool. I don't remember the book forest. <laughs> but I remember popcorn. I remember meeting Poppet for the first time and being kind of creeped out by her. And then her brother, Widget. Also, their names are just super cute. Poppet and Widget. I mean, yeah, but you wouldn't name your own kids that. No, absolutely not. And then there's that boy that is in love with Poppet. And he, like, comes to all the shows. That's so sweet. And then he ends up taking over the circus the end he's a circus owner not ring a bell i'm pretty sure there's bailey bailey wait bailey's the main character no <laughs> i mean arguably he's one of the main characters yeah because we we see most of the circus because of bailey yes you see the out you see um the circus as a circus goer because yeah. of Bailey, and you, you see the inner working is because of Celia and Marco. Yeah. Wow, that was like a very good sentence you just said. Thank you. 
like you went to school. It's like I read sometimes. It's almost. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey. I'm getting yeah. so pissed today because, like, I read the. I was going to say read the fucking room, but, like, read the fucking sign. It's right next to you. No, I'm not that. I was oh. actually supposed to be working, but I had nothing to work on. So I'm reading. And I'm at the part where they. Girl, I'm 480 pages into the book, and they have not <gasps> had sex. This is an erotic novel isn't it only like a 600 page book yes and they finally have sex and <gasps> i'm like in the middle of the sex scene and then people want to give me all this <gasps> homework i'm like can you just let them nut first please <laughs> i'm dying it's like they can hear your thoughts yeah do you watch new girl no you sounded like schmidt i don't like zoe deschanel i don't okay so um this might be an unpopular opinion i've tried to watch new girl many times i can only get through season one I've been told, like, oh, watch it, watch it, watch it. It's so good. I'm like, I just can't stand this invitation. My sister loves the show. And, but I'm like, uh, whatever. I'm just not impressed. Yeah, and she annoys me, too. I feel like it's, like, one of those um, types of humors where it's, like, you also think The Office is funny. I mean, I I do enjoy The Office. I didn't at first, but then Cody was always watching it. And so I was, you know how when you come home and someone's watching something. Mm -hmm. You sit down and watch it. I'm like, okay, well, I might as well. And then over time, I did think it was funny. So I think The Office is funny, but like no matter how many times I try New Girl, I'm like, it just, it's not funny. It feels like a forced funny. Like she's trying too hard to be funny. Mm -hmm. This is a Zoe dish (laughs) now. Hate account anti-stands mm-hmm. this is a ve schwab stand account in case you didn't know what else do you have on your shelf? i've never seen this shelf it was prettier but recently it has gone down the wayside um would one last stop be magical realism yes wow wow it's almost like she understands magical realism. wow it's almost like i got an a on the test <laughs> You understood the assignment. I did. <laughs> um, I have... I feel like Under the Whispering Doors is probably magical realism, but I haven't read it yet. What about... Um, don't tell me the title. Oh, my God. House in the Serene. Thank Sun. you. Yeah. I don't is know. That... I don't know if, like, magical creatures necessarily... There's no, like, actual magic. It's oh, just, like, creatures. Okay. So it's, like, X-Men. Yes. <laughs> it's literally just like that. Yes. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Oh, so it's like close cash. <laughs> it is like close cash. <laughs> it is like close cash. You can't tell me that NFTs are not like close cash. I was going to say um, Lonely Hearts Hotel, but that's not. That's I feel like insane. it has the same like Vibe? feeling yeah. of it, but it's not. Because I think the extravaganza, it has the same whimsy. Yeah. But it's not magical. Mm-hmm. But I, that that's so that's so crazy. <laughs> I was just thinking about that one. I'm trying to think of my shelf. My elf on the shelf. I hate those. I do too. They make brown ones now. I mean equality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I generally don't know what that need was when you came in here that I needed to show you all my trinkets, but like it, it was obsessive. No, it was so like, cute. I need to show her these things. No, I loved it. I had a great time. <laughs> I really did. I got to see all her pins. 
I got to see her Hocus Pocus makeup collection. <laughs> it's not complete. It's not all of it. It's not all of her makeup collection because she has Sailor Moon somewhere. I don't know where it is, though. Lost things in a move. No, but I... Laura, I loved it. I was like, yeah, show me more things. <laughs> show me all of them. Oh, and then she showed me a notebook, which is really pretty. Um, in my Disney ears. Oh, yeah, we're wearing Disney ears. I'm wearing Haunted Mansion. She's wearing really pretty Rose gold, gold ones. ones. When these first came out, um, I had a friend that went to Disneyland, and I asked her to buy them for me, and she's like, they're sold out. I went to Disneyland. They were sold out. It's been years. <laughs> these came out in, like, 2018, I think, and I finally Holy got a pair. Holy shit. I want to go to Disney so bad. I do too. I might be going in February with my mom. But I don't know. It's kind of hard to get tickets because you have to buy the tickets and then you have to try to reserve the date and then you could still not go that day. And then your tickets are just good for a year. Oh. So you have to find a date that's available within that year. Yeah, it's I really strange. strange. I haven't been since 2016. I don't think I've been since 2018, 2017. And so much has changed since then. They have the whole world. Star Wars land. Magical realism. Magical realism. They got the Marvel (laughs) campus. Is that what they call it? I don't know. Apparently their food looks better now. Oh, bear she. I think we covered it. Yeah, I think so too. Oh. I think it would be longer if Alexis was here. But she's dead. Yeah. Rest in peace, bitch. (laughs) um so yeah thank you for is she resurrecting next week i think so okay i think so Uh, we're gonna perform some magical realism (laughs) and get this bitch back (laughs) oh my knee um but yeah thank you for listening um we're here <laughs> literally bitch guy i don't know where i was going with it i don't know either i was waiting i was like yeah i'm gonna let her go here and we're doing it we're doing it um but you can rate and review us i said this way out of order you can find us on instagram and twitter and tiktok at litbitchpod. litbitchpod.com um rate and review us on apple podcast donate to our ko-fi coffee ko-fi ko-fi coffee however it's whatever k-o-f-i um thank you to our new supporter tony i forgot to give you a shout out last time shout out but thank you tony for your generous donations um yeah if you didn't like this um forget you ever listened to it if you liked it tell a friend actually if you hated it tell other people and be like i hated this episode so much no, i hate this podcast and then other people will listen and try to see how wrong you on it too yeah i do welcome haters all publicity is good pl- yeah plub plebs all publicity is good publicity that's true got it um yeah uh, thanks for listening oh my god i almost dropped the mic drop the mic